Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living and want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. Yes, episode 65 of the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. We've been running well over a year with some wonderful money-saving tips and ideas. Uh, so do check out our website, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. And wherever you get your podcasts, just search Mrs. Mean Money Show and subscribe. It's always great to know you're there. And uh, thanks very much for joining us on a regular basis. Uh, Mrs. Mean's back in the studio. How are you doing, Mrs. Mean? Looking as mean than ever, even though it's Christmas time. What's going on? Oh, you've got to be even more careful at this time because they're all trying to part us from our money. Indeed. And it is the season for those sales as well, isn't it? Um, And you're saying today, on today's podcast, avoid the sales. Why avoid the sales, Mrs Mean? Well, since Black Friday last month, we've had lots and lots of offers sent to our emails in the newspapers, etc. It's wonderful. Prices are half price. Boxing Day sales, they're already started, but they'll start again. And it'll be Black Tuesday. But all the stores are desperate to sell us the clothing they could not shift when the weather was either too hot or too cold. Also because we've been prioritising other bills over buying new stuff. PwC reckons that we're going to be spending 13% less this Christmas. So that means that the retailers are going to have more to sell us. Warehouses are packed to the rafters. They want to sell us full price stuff for 2024. Mm. I've been getting stuff 85% off. Now, if something's 85% off, it's rubbish. You don't want it. You don't want it. Um, On one of those offers, 85% off, I was told if I signed up as a customer, I could get an extra 10% off. So I'm not quite sure whether that gives me something for 5% of its Mm. original value. Well, I'd rather the stuff was in their warehouses and not in my wardrobes. Years ago, it used to be a tradition that people would go to the sales and they'd think they'd, oh, I'll get a bargain. The stores didn't reduce prices before Christmas. This year, they're a bit more desperate. Well, you could do a bit of haggling as well, couldn't you, back in the day? You could go to a store and even though the sale was on, you could haggle for a price. Mm -hmm. And very often, you'd succeed. Yeah. But at the moment, you've got to remember, your hard-earned money is best in your bank account or Mm. wallet and not boosting shareholder dividends. Unless you need the item, unless you've decided, you know, if your washing machine's broken and you need to replace it, the sales might be a place, as I'll tell you today, you've got to really be careful that you don't be told that something's a bargain when it isn't. You see, Mrs Mean, people scuff at me when I say I leave my Christmas shopping to literally the last moment because there is a very good reason to do that, because invariably those sales are on and (laughs) years ago I used to do my Christmas shopping I was well organized I would do it end of November early December pay the full whack and then go back to the same store a week before Christmas and see it was half price or less so you know I now have learned that uh, by doing my Christmas shopping later up to the wire I'm going to save myself some cash you may well do so But make sure you're buying stuff that you want, stroke need. You're not being tempted because, oh, this was £200 and now it's £100. So you buy something at £100, Mm. whereas really you were looking for something for £50. See, these retailers are very clever, though. They play games with us, don't they? Uh, On today's podcast, then, we'll be looking at the following. Why there's no need to rush. Uh, The need to check offers a genuine credit cover. Uh, Sell before you buy. Avoid the scams. Your consumer rights. And beware of of credit deals. First off, though, Mrs. Mean, 
No need to rush, is there? There isn't. The stores want us to. They're not quite fraudsters, but it's a bit like the fraudsters saying, oh, you better do this now mm. because it won't be here tomorrow. This is the best deal you're ever going to get. But remember, the first price in the sales is not necessarily going to be the last price in the sales. And there isn't only one dress washing machine that you can buy and you should be looking for what is the best value. The shops have expensive borrowings and they will be trying to sell stuff as soon as they can. But the biggest advertisement does not mean it's the best price. And one of the big things, you buy on day one of the sales and then the price comes down, a lot of retailers will not guarantee to refund the difference if the price falls after you bought something. And they never used to. Now they're being pressured to do so. So if you're buying something and you think it's good value, make sure that if the price reduced again, you can get the difference. And quite a lot of retailers will do this now because they don't want us to hold off to the last day of the sales. And what about checking those offers are genuine? You know, check the price before you actually shop around, Mrs Mean. Well, you have to check because last few days I've been told I could save 80% on a digital touchscreen air fryer. Didn't even know you could get digital <laughs> touchscreen air fryers. Or 50% on perfume, which at the reduced price is still £91. There are so many offers coming into our inboxes in our newspapers, etc. You need to allow a bit of time. There are price history apps such as Price Runner, Price Buy, Camel, 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 which is for Amazon. If you spend a bit of time looking at these, you can find the price history. So you can tell if something that's said £50 was £100, it may not be a genuine bargain. The law on what retailers can say is a lot more vague than it used to be. When I was young, we had the Trade Restrictions Act and prices had to be operational for 28 days before the sales. So they couldn't suddenly say, mm. and in that store, they couldn't suddenly say, oh, this item was £100, now it's £50. Yeah. Some retailers are pretty good about it, but lots aren't. AO.com, for example, it will show the date a price was available. It's not in big print, but it's there. Curries, they will list alongside the price. Again, not big, but it's there. Look for Price history, you may recall Debenhams. They always used to have enormous red signs to grab the attention. They have things at ridiculously low prices, just a few of them in the windows of every store so that they get a queue around the block and they'd get on the television because they've got so many bargains. they got lots of publicity. And the problem is, for most people, going to a store for a sale, they may feel, oh, yeah. I put this effort into it. I now want to buy something. I don't want to miss out. And remember, some retailers actually buy in shoddy items, especially for the sales. They don't have to tell you that they've done that. They just tell you this is the price of it. And it may look a bit like something that's a lot more expensive. Yeah. So you've got to be very, very careful. This is me. You mentioned uh, do a bit of research before you go off and buy. The savvy Christmas sale shopper listening to this is going to say, well, if I spend my time doing the history and uh, the research, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to miss that bargain. What would you say to them? I would say it takes very little time for all of us who are tech savvy at all to find out what prices were for particular items. And in doing the research, you may find that the thing you're looking at, the washing machine you're looking at, it's down to £300. But actually, there's one that's got a much better reputation for its reliability and is at £250. So it pays to do the research. It certainly does. You're listening to the Mrs Mean Money Show podcast. Good to have your company. Glenn Thompson and Lindsay Cook, who is Mrs Mean. 
And today it's all about avoiding those sales, those crazy Christmas sales, New Year sales. Credit cover still to come, sell before you buy, avoiding the scams, your consumer rights, and beware of credit deals. But let's uh, take a look at credit cover, Mrs. Mean. This is not for everything in the sale, surely, is it? No, but if you're buying something that costs more than £100 online or in-store, pay for it with a credit card, particularly online. If the item doesn't arrive or is not fit for purpose, then you can go to your bank credit card company and they will refund you. It's under the Consumer Credit Act. It's been there since 1974 and it is a really nice protection for any item over £100. I've heard so many times of people thinking they're buying mobile phones or other bits of electronic kit, etc. And they get a, a bottle of water in the post for their troubles. And these fraudsters, they know exactly what weight things should be when they're pretending to sell the, the real things. So there are fraudsters out there and you've got to be very careful. Now, sell before you buy. There's one way that you can shop in the sales for free. And you're not talking about shoplifting here, are you, Mrs. Mean? No, I'm talking about most homes. I would say the vast majority of homes have Mm. wardrobes, cupboards, sheds, garages filled with things they no longer want or may not fit or the children have outgrown. A lot of wardrobes have items that may never have been worn and still have the original labels. So I think it's worth spending an evening looking at things that you either don't fit you now, you don't need anymore. It might be some electronic kit that you can sell through Back Market or Music Magpie. It could be clothes that you can sell through eBay, Vinted, Depop. And eBay, you can list a thousand items for free. Now, if you sell something, you pay 12.8% of the return, and that includes the postage. With the likes of Vinted, if you're selling, you don't have a fee. If you're buying, you do. That Mm. encourages people onto their websites. A lot of people are doing this. But one thing I would say is if you're selling, try not to be tempted by generous offers from abroad. The price of delivery may be high and you may not get your money. So it's keep it safe. Do a couple of small deals so that you have a reputation online. Only deal with people who've already got a track record for selling. And, you know, you sell something on Vinted. They have deals with the likes of Every and uh, In Post. Mm. So delivery may only be £2. So you know, it's all these things. As I say, if you've got a, even a pair of jeans that you've never worn, why not get £50 or £40 yeah. for them and put that towards something you want to buy? Or what I would say is an awful lot of people, once they've made some money from selling items cluttering their home, they don't want to buy more stuff. They want to sell more. I mean, it's a good time to be doing it. Some people actually sell Christmas presents on Boxing Day because it's things they don't want. That's another way of raising money. Yeah, but overall, I, was, I was reading somewhere that for eBay and some of these other auction websites that you've mentioned, very often Boxing Day is their biggest day for uploads, for uh, pictures and things, because, you know, as you say, people are just putting stuff on, on, on auction websites that they got at Christmas time that they don't want. Absolutely. Why keep something in a cupboard? If you've got a, a gift receipt, you might be able to take it back yeah. and get cash. But overall, why keep something? Most people buying presents for relatives, etc., are doing it because they need to. Most don't need to see you wearing the sweater that they bought. You know, giving is part of um, yeah. loving, I think, for mm-hmm. a lot of people. It is indeed. All right. The Mrs. Mean Money Show is all about those New Year's sales today and how you should really be careful and possibly avoid them at all costs. Avoiding scams. This is the 
time of year, of course, Mrs. Mean, where scams are big business for the scammers. I mean, it's taken off big time since COVID anyway, but particularly around this time of year, it's, uh, it's bad news, isn't it? It is. The National Cyber Security Centre reckons that in the sales, if you are defrauded, you lose an average of £1,000 per person. Now, that is a lot of money. So it says, be careful. If you're doing it online, set up two-step verification, random passwords. Don't use the password you use on everything from the dog vet's bills to um, Mm. your bank. Try and keep them separately. But there are a lot of scam websites now, and they look very much like the true brand. You get them for investment companies, and some of those are horrendously good. But also, quite a few retailers have warned, be careful if you're visiting our website, there are some scam ones out there. And you've got to be careful. Mm. You've got to check the absolute address of the website because you may put something in with an extra letter or something like that, and it's not there. You know, it's getting you through to the fraudulent one. And, you know, once you're on the login page and you enter account information, they've got it all. They've got it all, yeah. They've they've really snared you, haven't they? Yes, they have. And, you know, it's just being careful. Often these websites, as I say, they're pretending to be particular brand names and something that probably normally costs £500, they're offering you at £250 and people think, oh, better get that quickly, better get defrauded quickly. Okay, thanks for that, Mrs. Mee. Let's move on to uh, knowing your consumer rights. I think it's fair to say that not everybody knows what their rights are. If you're shopping in store, a lot of people think that they should get a refund if they bought something the wrong size or colour or they find they've got two because Auntie Maud bought them one as well. You have no right to change your mind for in-store purchases. Now, some stores will offer no-fault returns and they'll give you a date on the receipt selling when you can take it back by, but it's got to come back in perfect condition and in the packaging Online purchases, much better. You have a statutory right to change your mind. You can just change your mind. You don't have to have a reason. You've then got 14 days to tell the retailer that you've changed your mind and 14 days after that to send it back. But you still have to be careful. You've got to know sometimes you may end up paying for returns. So check before you buy something. Are you going to be on the hook for the um, postage costs? Also, you can't return items that are perishable or personalised. So if you've got some slippers with Glenn Thompson um, (laughs) embroidered on them, you can't return those. You wouldn't want those anyway. (laughs) But the retailer shouldn't make cancelling difficult. Some may. You shouldn't need to get an authorization to return an item. There should be a system. If you cancel an order, they have to tell you whether you will have to pay. So if it doesn't say customer has to pay for returns, then the retailer will have to pay for them. Mm. So check the website before you buy something. Are you going to end up on the hook for expensive returns? It depends, you know, if if it's something nice and light, but if it's um, a couple of bricks and you're sending them back, then it may cost you dearly. But you've got to look at the terms and conditions. You've got to check if you're going to pay to send things back. One area that's halfway between high street store and online are the um, discount outlets like Bister, etc. These have websites as well, and they may not be selling this year's fashions or the latest phones, but they will be cheaper. And buying online, you have the safeguards of um, distance shopping. So they probably are better than the high street in some ways. And it depends. Do you want this year's 
model do you want this year's length of trouser or whatever it is. You've got to check, but it is another way of buying. And I have bought stuff through discount outlets and things like Le Creuset. Yeah, the cookware stuff. Yeah. And it's my favourite kitchen pot. Mm. And I would never have bought it at the full price. So it's that sort of thing. It's knowing what you want and need but not being persuaded to do it. And, of course, when you do purchase anything online with your credit card, you are covered as well, aren't you? You are, but you're only covered up if you pay more than £100. Yeah. So don't be tempted to think, oh, I'll buy that one because then I'm protected. It costs a bit more. Quite a few retailers offer an extra 10% off for customers who take out their credit cards in the sales. There's a warning there. One, you may be tempted to spend more than you intended because you've got suddenly a credit line and two if you can't pay it off within the 56 days or whatever the interest rates on retail cards tend to be much higher than your traditional cards so it'll cost you dear you may get 10 percent off you may buy more because of it but it will cost you dear and there's also buy now pay later which is for a lot of online sales there's no interest charged that is unless you fail to make your payments on time. And some people get into debt. Late payment charges can add up quite quickly. So it's really working out what you absolutely need. Absolutely. What you can afford. If you can't afford it, then maybe wait a bit later. And a lot of these uh, retailers, online retailers, are very clever and canny with their uh, their marketing because you put stuff in the basket or you, you browse an item and it says 43 people are currently looking at this. 42 people have bought this in the last half an hour. You know, they're sort of creating this frenzy. Again, that's something to be very wary of, isn't it? And you mentioned the basket, and that is something where it can be to your advantage. If you look online at somebody's sale and you put three or four items in the basket, I would recommend leaving it at least overnight. Two reasons. Mm. One, it gives you time to think about, do I need that cashmere sweater? Even if it's in a sale? Even if it's in a sale. They give you the idea that there's only one only, but they may have a thousand of that sweater that they're trying to get rid of. It's up to you to take the risk. If you pause overnight and you lose it, well, so be it. (laughs) But also, if you leave it overnight, quite often you'll get a discount voucher because all the retailers are are watching who's doing what. If they sell it through buy now, pay later, they pay the buy now, pay later company a commission. So why not give you that commission to make the purchase. And that's how they think. It happens quite often. And also, I have known where I have put something in the basket, not bought it, and then six weeks later been told, this is now 50% off. So they have the computers that can contact us if if they think they can make a sale. Great advice on the sales then, Mrs. Mean. Uh, That just about wraps today's uh, podcast episode up, all about those Christmas and New Year sales and what to be aware of. Before we say goodbye, any particular tips on uh, a takeaway from today? Well, sales are designed to part us from our money, to buy things that other customers have already rejected. They are not the newest, latest, most fashionable items. Remember, no one wanted this item at full price. The stores want us to buy their 2024 stock at full price and they need to make space. So if you buy something, you're doing them a big favour. It's better not to buy something and do yourself a big favour. 
Absolutely. Well, hopefully you've uh, found today's podcast on those sales interesting. Do check out our back catalogue, some great money-saving tips and advice, cashback schemes. There's uh, a podcast all about cars, buying cars, new and second-hand loyalty cards, looking at holidays. Of course, those holiday ads are going to start hitting uh, the TV screens in the not-too-distant future. We take a look at how cash is king, the cost of babies, how to complain, and a whole lot more. If you have an idea for a podcast that you'd like Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, pop over to the website. It is mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. There's a contact the show button at the top of the page and uh, you can get in touch that way. Likewise, if you've got a question, always looking forward to hearing from our dear listener, aren't we, Mrs. Mean? We are because you know what's happening on the high street, in your bank accounts, in your energy companies, and we don't always know. So it's always useful to know what we need to deal with. Contact details coming up in just a moment. Uh, so always good to hear from you. And uh, we also occasionally do a little Q&A podcast as well. So we're answering some of your questions. So do keep them coming in. Mrs. Mean, whatever you do, stay mean for next year, 2024, won't you? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk and get in touch via the Contact the Show button. Join us next time. And don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series. And be sure to hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm.